Hey, my podcast family, welcome back to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, still on self-control. And today we're going to have several verses. Um, And so I'll just start reading. So, and all the verses are going to be read from the New American Standard um, Bible. The first verse comes from Romans, the 12th chapter, the first verse. And it reads, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Now, we're heading over into James, the first chapter, the 19th through the 20th verse. And it reads, You know this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Now everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For a man's anger does not bring about the righteousness of God. Now we're going over into Proverbs. Proverbs the 16th chapter and the 32nd verse. One who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And one who rules his spirit than one who captures the city. Still in Proverbs, the 18th chapter, verses 21 through 22. Verses 20 through 21, excuse me. With the fruit of a person's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied. He will be satisfied with the produce of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Can you see where we're heading in this episode? These scriptures, to me, help paint the picture of what a self-controlled person looks like. But first we see why we're to be self-controlled. That's the very first scripture. It's because our entire being is a worship to our God. Our lives are the worship. Yes, worship involves singing and praising and the words of affirmation to our Lord. But at the center of it all is that our heart, our heart, our mouth, they all speak. And they should speak words of affirmation to our Lord. The center, the center of everything we do is our heart, right? And then we learned in scripture that out of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? And then after the mouth speaks, then our actions follow. So our lives are the truest display of worship to our Lord. And I think we need to process that for a minute because that's kind of mind-blowing. Everything that you do, your life is the worship to God. You don't have to go to church to worship God. And I'm not saying do not go to church. But just being at home can be a worship to God. That means whether you're planning your family meal, right? Or the strategy to apprehend a criminal, you know, if you're a cop. (laughs) All of it can be a wonderful worship to God if you understand that it is to be such. Even the mundane, the way you do it, recognizing that you're doing it in honor and in glory of your Lord, is a beautiful worship to him. And he sees that. And that's where Paul starts us off with, that we are a living sacrifice. And we are to present our entire selves before God. And that is the least 
that we can do. The very least. It's your life. Now, I remember hearing one of my uncles preach a sermon about this. And the only thing that I remember, because I was back in high school, um, was that he said the problem with living sacrifices is that they'll get off the altar every now and then. And that's when, and we do that because we get off and, and we start doing things in our own mind, thinking that we're doing God's will and then he has to ring us back in. But let us be purposeful in realizing that everything we do is to be a worship unto God and that it is the very least. Then the remaining scriptures really speak about being slow to anger. And I think they do this because anger seems to be the area where most people lose their self-control, right? <laughs> I've lost my self-control due to anger. You've probably lost your self-control due to anger. And so that's where, you know, they begin. And James then comes in and challenges us to listen more, right? Listen more. And reminds us that being angry can lead us to not being in right standing with God. And this happens because we say things that are offensive. We say things that we really can't take back. And God loves people. He doesn't like seeing us fight and bicker. He doesn't like us being intentionally hurtful to one another. And so we end up getting on the wrong side. Not that your salvation is in question. You're just not walking in accordance with God's will and your life isn't bringing honor and glory to him by the words that you've just spoken. The author of the book of Proverbs chimes in and chimes in and then urges us to be slow to anger. Notice both authors tell us to be slow to anger, right? What I hear is that there are times when you will become angry and being angry is okay because sometimes it warrants that. You, you do need to get angry about certain things, especially about injustices. However, being slow to anger means that we, we gauge our degree of anger and then we gauge the way in which we're going to display it. That's maturity. That's walking in self-control. <clears throat> we, 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 we are slow to anger because we really want to hear what is being said. And then we want to be able to process it, to evaluate the situation before becoming enraged. <laughs> this scripture is saying to not let anger be our go-to emotion. That shouldn't be the first thing that we experience, not as mature believers. I especially like how Proverbs 29, um, 21 begins. We have the power with our words for both life and death. I'm going to say that again. You have the power in your words for life and death. And we've spoke about this in previous episodes, that God has given us the ability to tear people down or build people up. <laughs> you know, in speaking negatively about others as well as ourselves, that's tearing people down. That's, that's speaking death. Or we can provide encouraging words to both ourselves and others. That's speaking life. You have that power today. 
and in order to exercise that power of speaking life. Now is the time to learn to tame the tongue. That's can, that can be found in the book of James. <laughs> to be self-controlled in the way in which we speak. But in order to do that, right, we need to walk in self-control in our minds and in our hearts. That's why it's really important that you take a look at what you're allowing into your space, who you're allowing into your space. Because what you surround yourself with will creep into your heart. It will seep into your mind. And before you know it, you may begin to take on the character that's not that's not in accordance with God. And that's what you do not want. I believe that self-control keeps us humbled. And it does keep us in right standing before God's throne. Because it reminds us that he is in control and that if we were left to our own devices, we would look like the world. And so self-control is there to help us. And so now that we have all of these examples of what, how we are to live in self-control, let's make sure we do that today. Let's make a concerted effort to walk in self-control, to be slow to speak, but to listen, to be slow to anger, to be measured in our responses, and to remember that everything that we do, everything, everything, everything we do, our life, is to be a wonderful worship to the Lord. Let's pray. God, we thank you for these scriptures. And we thank you how you speak to us and how you minister into us, letting us know that we can walk in self-control. And that self-control isn't anything that is restraining us from having fun (laughs) or restraining us from being who we think we're called to be. But we're called to be, you've called us to be, your children. And as such, our lives are to bring honor and glory to you. Help us to process that in our hearts today, Lord. And and, and help us to have a new attitude with everything that we do, even the mundane. Because we so want you to be honored and and glorified in what we do. Help us to love you to love the person that you've given us charge over to take care of to listen to them when they're speaking and to not be so quick to shut them down but to love them and to honor them while they while they're in our care allow our words father to be sweet as honey and soothing And if we have any angst against them, help us to bring it to you so that we can exercise the self-control and to know when to speak and when not to speak, when to let go and when to confront. We want to please you, Lord, and we want to honor you. And so I ask that you touch each and every person who's listening today. Help them to fall madly in love with your word and therefore madly in love with you. Put a hedge of protection around them. Keep them safe. That is our prayer today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want you
want you to have a wonderful day today and go and minister the act of care.